0: FOR THE LAST NUMBER OF SESSIONS, I'VE BEEN TEACHING ABOUT GOD'S GUARANTEED BLESSING uh, AS CONTRASTED WITH LADY LUCK. A LOT OF PEOPLE THINK THAT THEIR LIFE DEPENDS ON LUCK AND THEY WISH THEY had, they WERE BORN UNDER A LUCKY STAR. THEY GET EXCITED IF THEY SEE A FOUR LEAF CLOVER. Uh, ALL THOSE KIND OF superstitious things, but I tell you what really matters is God's guaranteed blessing. Let's read which has been one of our key scripture verses, Proverbs ten twenty two: The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Let, let me recap a few of the thoughts that we have talked about over the last several sessions. Miracles are great. The blessing is greater. Think about that. MIRACLES ARE AN EXPRESSION OF GOD'S LOVE FOR YOU. Uh, SOMETIMES CIRCUMSTANCES HAPPEN BEYOND OUR CONTROL. SOMETIMES WE DO SOMETHING STUPID OURSELVES AND FRANKLY, WE NEED A BAILOUT. THANK GOD, GOD IS A MIRACLE WORKING GOD. SO so NEVER THINK THAT, WELL, YOU KNOW, I HAVE THIS PROBLEM AND I, YOU KNOW, LIVED IN A BAD WAY FOR 30, 40 YEARS AND NOW, YOU KNOW, GOD'S NOT GOING TO HELP ME. NO, GOD IS A MIRACLE WORKING GOD, BUT THE BLESSING IS GREATER. AND WE PUT IT THIS WAY, AS GREAT AS IT WOULD HAVE BEEN TO BE THERE AT THE FEEDING OF THE 5,000 AND RECEIVE A PIECE OF BREAD AND FISH, THAT'S NOT AS GREAT AS HAVING THE BLESSING OF DAILY BREAD, OF NEVER LACKING ANYTHING Uh, BECAUSE a, 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 a. a MIRACLE PRESUPPOSES THAT THERE IS A CRISIS. IF YOU NEED A HEALING MIRACLE IN YOUR BODY, THAT MEANS YOUR BODY IS IN A CRISIS. IF YOU NEED A FINANCIAL MIRACLE, THAT MEANS YOUR FINANCES ARE IN A CRISIS. In A RELATIONSHIP CAN BE IN A CRISIS. YOU SAY, I NEED A MIRACLE. SO WE TALKED ABOUT HOW, how GOD'S BLESSING IS, is Permanent. And, and, AND IT'S EVEN GREATER. It is, IT'S AS MUCH AS GOD CAN DO A MIRACLE TO HELP YOU, IT'S EVEN GREATER TO ENJOY THE BLESSING THAT MANY TIMES KEEPS YOU OUT OF THE CRISIS. THEN WE TALKED ABOUT THAT THE BLESSING IS WORDS OF FAVOR. THIS IS A PATTERN. IT SAYS, GOD BLESSED THEM AND HE SAID. GOD BLESSED THEM AND HE SAID. SO GOD'S BLESSING IS EXPRESSED IN WORDS. and. Uh, Think about the words expressed about you, how grace and PEACE IS multiplied TO YOU. AND ALL THE THINGS THAT YOU NEED uh, PERTAINING TO LIFE AND GODLINESS, THEY HAVE BEEN GIVEN TO YOU ALREADY THROUGH THE KNOWLEDGE OF JESUS CHRIST. YOU HAVE AN INEXHAUSTIBLE GOLD MINE TO DIG FOR RESOURCES. THINK ABOUT THAT. WORDS OF FAVOR. I TALKED ABOUT IT IN THE LAST SESSION THAT YOU'VE BEEN BLESSED WITH EVERY BLESSING IN CHRIST. Uh, WORDS OF FAVOR HAVE BEEN SPOKEN OF YOU. THEN WE TALKED ABOUT THE The more we believe God's covenant of blessing the more we receive and we we drew that from Abraham that there was a progressive walk of faith from Abraham He, he went from glory to glory and the more he was seeing of God's blessing and the more he let the hindrances the things that blocked his view go by the wayside the more he received and that's true for us then we talked about and i try to make us really say i i want to value the blessing it's so important the blessing of god that god's blessing is irreversible non-negotiable and it's guaranteed irreversible god is not going to change you don't need to negotiate a bargain for it or a certain amount of prayer a certain amount of good works no the blessing is there and and so then in the last session we went to this Outlandish story of King Balak and the prophet Balaam. And it, it, it's way out there. And we learned some things there. You cannot curse what God has blessed. We learned also, as it applies to us, that God doesn't see your iniquities because of Christ. Uh, and so, when God sees you, you, you may see yourself and say, Well, you know, I did this wrong and I did that wrong. But when God sees you, He sees you blessed. We learned from that story that sorcery, negative words, will not harm you. We, we learned that, uh, that, that the blessing of God is permanent, it is by God's grace. And um, later on, and that's when we finish up the last session, for example, later on in the book of Deuteronomy, Uh, Moses again looks back on the story of of Balaam and Balak and he said, uh, this was when Balaam was trying to curse the people Uh, later on, he says, the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam, but he turned the curse into a blessing for you. (laughs) Think about that. HE SAID HE TURNED THE CURSE INTO A BLESSING. HAVE YOU EVER EXPERIENCED THAT? SOMEBODY TRIED TO GET TO YOU. SOMEBODY TRIED TO TEAR YOU DOWN AND IT FELT PAINFUL. IT FELT BAD AT THE MOMENT. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? WHEN YOU LOOK BACK ON THAT NOW, YOU SAY WHAT THEY MEANT FOR A CURSE TURNED OUT TO, a, to BE A BLESSING. WHAT THEY, IT SAYS ABOUT, YOU KNOW, THE PEOPLE OF ISRAEL, that WHAT, 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 what THE ENEMY MEANT FOR EVIL. GOD TURNED IT AROUND FOR GOOD. AND THEN MOSES SAID THERE, WHY WAS THAT? BECAUSE THE LORD YOUR GOD LOVES YOU. I, I WANT YOU TO TAKE THAT TO HEART. Say, SAY, BECAUSE THE LORD MY GOD LOVES ME. That THAT'S KIND OF THE FOUNDATION. THAT'S WHAT IT'S ALL BUILT UPON. I'M LOVED BY GOD. SO IN SPITE OF MYSELF, IN SPITE OF WHATEVER, I I THINK I COULD HAVE DONE BETTER. THE BLESSING STANDS THERE BECAUSE THE LORD MY GOD HAS LOVED ME. SO WHAT ARE WE SUPPOSED TO DO? WHAT ARE WE SUPPOSED TO DO IN THE LIGHT OF THIS? I SAY, LIVE A BLESSED LIFE. ENJOY GOD'S BLESSING. DON'T LIVE IN DARKNESS. DON'T LIVE IN SELF-DESTRUCTION. LIVE A BLESSED LIFE. AND SO I WANT TO GIVE US THREE CONSIDERATIONS in view of that, three things that we ought to know. And the first thing is recognize that only we ourselves can stop the benefits of God's blessing. Notice I didn't say stop God's blessing because you can't stop God's blessing. God's blessing is flowing. It's prepared through Jesus. You know, it's just like that signal is there, but you can turn off your Wi-Fi. You can turn off your Wi Fi, you can do that, but it doesn't mean that the signal isn't available. And so I said, we can't stop God's blessing because it's settled forever in and through Jesus Christ, but we can turn off our spiritual Wi Fi, we, we, we can turn off our connection to, 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 the, uh, to, to the receiver, uh, we, we can block ourselves from the benefits. So we personally don't benefit. But let me tell you, nothing that you and I do can stop or cancel or, or nullify what Jesus did. We can only stop the benefits. Now, so, so let's go back to the story we talked about last time, this amazing story of Balaam and Balak. It, it doesn't end so good. I didn't get to the end last time. Remember that the king was offering Balaam, the prophet, money. He says, i give you money, if you can just curse the people that God has blessed. So Balaam took the money and he consulted, became a consultant with Balak. And he explained to Balak the only hope you have of defeating Israel is to change their belief. If they will stop believing in God's covenant of blessing, if they will stop believing what God has promised them. Then that would be the key to defeat them. You, you can't stop the blessing, but you can stop them believing in it. And so they concocted this plan that uh, the men of Israel would fall in love with women from a different background that didn't know God. Uh, and, and so it says that Israel, Num- Numbers 25, began to commit harlotry with the women of Moab. They invited the people to the sacrifice of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. And there are kind of stories about this. Even about, you know, being very defiant. And, and so the idea was, of course, the adultery, the harlotry, was bad enough. But that was a stepping stone to get the people to say, well, once they have sexual relationship with the women, the, the women will introduce them to their gods, and they'll get away from trusting in God's blessing. They will stop believing. See, that's the only way that the blessing can be stopped for you if you stop. Believing in what God has said and what God has done through Christ, you know, in the Book of Revelation, actually, there's a scripture verse that c- comments on this. Revelation 2:14 says, "Those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before Israel." So, Balaam had said, "You know, Balak, if, if you can just cause them to stumble, if you can cause them to kind of drift away from believing God." THAT'S THE SAME TACTIC THE ENEMY OF YOUR SOUL HAS TODAY. IF WE could JUST CAUSE YOU TO DRIFT AWAY FROM THE REVELATION OF JESUS CHRIST AND THAT JESUS IS YOUR RIGHTEOUSNESS, HE IS YOUR ALL IN ALL AND CHRIST IS ALL YOU NEED AND YOU PUT 100% OF YOUR FOCUS ON HIM, IF WE CAN GET YOU TO DRIFT FROM THAT, PUT A STUMBLING BLOCK. I DON'T KNOW WHAT THAT STUMBLING BLOCK COULD BE. IT COULD BE DISAPPOINTMENT WITH PEOPLE. It could be disappointment with yourself, it could be some circumstance, it could be something that didn't turn out the way that you hoped it would, and it becomes a stumbling block and you begin to kind of mentally to drift, that would be the way to stop the benefits of God's blessing. You know there are many examples in the Bible. I think of Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, who maybe could have received you know double portion of what elisha had, but no he THINGS GOT IN THE WAY. I THINK OF JUDAS, ONE OF JESUS' DISCIPLES. I THINK OF THE PHARISEES WHO PROBABLY ALL IN ALL WERE were KIND OF PEOPLE WHO AT LEAST SINCERELY BEST THEY COULD. SOME OF THEM PROBABLY WERE SINCERE TRYING TO FIND OUT HOW THEY COULD PLEASE GOD, BUT THEY WEREN'T WILLING TO RECEIVE GOD'S GRACE, JUST LIKE MANY TODAY ARE NOT WILLING. THEY'RE they're NOT WILLING TO RECEIVE GOD'S GRACE. THEY WANT TO MAKE IT ON THEIR OWN. I THINK OF PEOPLE THAT WORKED WITH PAUL THE APOSTLE LIKE ALEXANDER, DEMAS, AND OTHERS, SOMEHOW, THEY they GOT STUMBLED. THEY they GOT SIDETRACKED. THEY WENT A DIFFERENT WAY. Uh, WE MET MANY TALENTED, GIFTED PEOPLE. SOMETIMES FAILURES. SOMETIMES DISAPPOINTMENT CAUSED THEM TO DRIFT. IN in FACT, EVERY ONE OF US uh, had BEEN TEMPTED. If you just live long enough, you're going to have some setback. You're going to have some difficulty coming. You're going to have something that disappoints you that could cause you to drift. And so we could talk about these biblical characters, but I ask you today, is there something, has something happened where you yourself are, ARE SHORT-CHANGING THE BENEFITS OF GOD'S BLESSING. WHERE YOU YOURSELF, YOU CAN'T STOP GOD'S BLESSING. WHAT JESUS HAS DONE STANDS FOR YOU. IT'S IRREVOCABLE. BUT YOU CAN STOP THE BENEFIT. IS THERE SOME DISAPPOINTMENT? IS THERE SOMEBODY THAT, that, that YOU THOUGHT WOULD DO SOMETHING AND THEY DIDN'T DO IT AND IT CAUSED YOU to, TO BEGIN TO DRIFT AWAY, TO STOP BELIEVING? I'M ASKING you TO COME BACK. LET THIS BE A PROPHETIC MESSAGE FOR YOU TO COME BACK and say, God's blessing is for me and I'm not gonna short circuit it for myself. I'm not gonna trip myself up. I'm not gonna stumble. I'm gonna stand both feet firmly established in God's covenant of blessing. Then second consideration to live in God's blessing is that the blessing flows from our mouth. James wrote this, out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. REMEMBER, THE WORD CURSE MEAN TO WITHER, TO to MINIMIZE, TO PUT DOWN. HE SAYS THE SAME MOUTH IS SPEAKING BLESSING AND CURSING. HE SAYS, MY BRETHREN, THESE THINGS OUGHT NOT TO BE SO. AND HE TALKS ABOUT YOU CAN'T HAVE THE SAME SPRING GIVE SWEET WATER and, AND BITTER WATER AT THE SAME TIME, AND SO HERE, James points out, as many other scriptures do, that the blessing and the curse and the benefit of the blessing is connected with our tongue. See, you can, you can speak curse words over yourself. You can say, well, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I'm so stupid. You know, I, I can't see how we're ever going to make it. You know, I, I'm just accident prone. I just I JUST BORN THIS WAY. OR SOMETHING BAD HAPPENS, YOU SAY, WELL, I I HAD IT COMING. MY LUCK HAS TO CHANGE. Uh, LADY LUCK IS NOT ON MY SIDE. SO YOU SPEAK THOSE WORDS. HERE YOU ARE A BLESSED PERSON WHO ACCORDING TO WHAT GOD SAYS ABOUT YOU, YOU HAVE RECEIVED EVERY BLESSING IN CHRIST, BUT AS BLESSED AS YOU ARE, YOU'RE ALLOWING WITHERING WORDS, MINIMIZING WORDS. CONDESCENDING WORDS TO COME OUT OF YOUR MOUTH. JAMES SAYS IT, it SHOULDN'T BE LIKE THAT. YOU shouldn't, SHOULDN'T ACT LIKE THAT. HE SAID, SPEAK BLESSING. SAY WHAT GOD HAS SAID ABOUT YOU. SAY, I AM BLESSED WITH EVERY SPIRITUAL BLESSING IN CHRIST JESUS. ALL THINGS ARE MINE. THINGS PAST, THINGS TO COME. CHRIST IS MY WISDOM. SEE YOURSELF ESTABLISHED IN GOD'S BLESSING. You know ROMANS 12, 14, THIS ADMONITION IS GIVEN, BLESS THOSE WHO PERSECUTE YOU. BLESS AND DON'T CURSE. HAVE YOU EVER BEEN OPPOSED, PERSECUTED? HAVE YOU EVER, had ever PEOPLE FELT KIND OF A LICENSE TO SPEAK BAD ABOUT YOU? OH, I, I'VE HAD THAT MANY TIMES. DON'T BE SO SENSITIVE. I WAS TALKING TO SOMEONE TODAY BEFORE COMING INTO THE STUDIO FOR A WONDERFUL BROTHER, AND, uh, and YOU KNOW, he, HE HAS A WONDERFUL REVELATION OF JESUS CHRIST, A GREAT PREACHER, BUT, but HE'S SO SENSITIVE, THE SLIGHTEST LITTLE THING CAUSES HIM to, TO JUST BE ALL UPSET AND HIS EMOTIONS GET CARRIED AWAY. Uh, DON'T BE SO SENSITIVE, WHAT OTHERS SAY, BUT YOU, WHEN YOU SPEAK, IF PEOPLE PERSECUTE YOU, YOU BLESS THEM. YOU SPEAK WORDS OF BLESSING. THERE'S HOPE FOR EVERYONE. <laughs> there, there's, you don't have to minimize uh, people. And remember w- what I quoted earlier here in my teaching today, I, I said that uh, Moses said, you remember Balak and Balaam, and he said, remember, God turned the curse into a blessing. And that says, because the Lord your God loves you. See, see that's the foundation for cooperating with the blessing. S- let yourself be soaked in God's love. THINK ABOUT THAT. THE LORD MY GOD LOVES ME. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, MY FAILURE IS GOING TO TURN TO SUCCESS. MY SICKNESS IS GOING TO TURN TO HEALTH. THAT WHICH LOOKED LIKE A TOMBSTONE OF DEATH, IT WAS OVER, FINITO, IT'S GOING TO BECOME A STEPPING STONE TO SOMETHING GREATER. YOU SEE, MANY PEOPLE ARE PRAYING FOR AND ASKING FOR GOD'S BLESSING, BUT THEY REFUSE TO COOPERATE WITH THE BLESSING. They're always saying, oh, pray for me. I need God's blessing. I need God to bless me. I need God to bless me. I'm saying, of course, you can pray and you can mention whatever you want to mention to God, but uh, but prayer is not a substitute for not cooperating with the blessing. You you know, you could have a, a bag of seed, and let's say, just for argument's sake, that every seed in that seed bag has a one to 100 potential. That means for every seed you plant, you will get a hundred of that kind to come up. That would be a very good seed. And so you have that seed bag, and just having that is not enough to cause you to rejoice and say, oh, I got it, I got the seed bag. You have to plant it. YOU HAVE TO WATER IT. YOU HAVE TO COOPERATE WITH HOW THAT SEED WORKS. THAT SEED DOESN'T WORK IN THE PLASTIC BAG WITH THE OTHER SEEDS. IT WORKS WHEN IT'S PUT INTO THE SOIL. YOU COOPERATE WITH THE SEED. GOD'S BLESSING IS THAT WAY. COOPERATE WITH IT. IT COMES THROUGH YOUR MOUTH. SPEAK DEATH AND LIFE ARE IN THE POWER OF THE TONGUE. WE TALKED ABOUT THAT. COOPERATE WITH IT. SEEK FIRST. God's kingdom and his righteousness. Give and it shall be given unto you. Press down and shaken together. You know, see yourself blessed. Let me talk about your job for a moment. You know, first of all, I think it's a blessing to have a job. Some people, you know, they quit their job too quickly. They say, I hate working here. I hate working in this place. See, there you go again. Cursing is coming out of your mouth regarding your workplace. And there could be some reasons. Maybe you don't like your boss. Maybe you don't like your coworkers. I hate this place. And so you quit. Now, it could be that God gave you that job to be a blessing to you, to help you pay your bills. And God's plan is to promote you at that job. And then you go around and you speak cursing about that job. And and, and you're kind of short-circuiting things for yourself. And instead of speaking blessings, Oh, yes, every workplace will have something you don't like, something that's negative, something that's inconvenient, something you wish was different. But you, you are a beam of God's light there. You're a light in a dark world. You see, how it works is this. I always put this little kind of sequence to make it very succinct, heart-mouth life, heart-mouth life. First of all, the treasure comes in your heart, and I'm working hard on that today. I'm saying that treasure is when you see yourself in the covenant of God's blessing. You see in your heart, inwardly, you see yourself, I'm the blessed one. Then you begin to speak that way. It comes to your mouth, not cursing, but blessing, as James said, and then that affects your life. And so the blessing. CLOSE THROUGH YOUR MOUTH. AND THEN THE BLESSING ALWAYS OR AS YOU SAY, ALMOST ALWAYS INVOLVES WHAT'S IN OUR HAND. BELIEVE IN GOD'S BLESSING ENOUGH TO USE WHAT'S IN OUR HAND. BY NOT HAVING SOMETHING IN OUR HAND, WE CAN STOP THE BENEFIT OF THE BLESSING. YOU KNOW, THERE'S A STORY IN THE FOUND in the in the old covenant writings and the Hebrew writings about a, a widow who needed a financial help, really. She couldn't pay her debt, and her two sons had been taken as slaves called bondmen to pay off her debt. And so God did a provision for her that she would pour oil and, and the oil wouldn't stop flowing as long as she had a container, as long as she had a vessel, TO RECEIVE THAT OIL. SO so THE URGENCY WAS, LET'S BRING MORE VESSELS. LET'S HAVE AS MANY VESSELS AS WE CAN GET BECAUSE IF I DON'T HAVE ENOUGH EMPTY VESSELS, THERE'S NO PLACE FOR THE OIL TO GO AND THE OIL WILL CEASE. IN OTHER WORDS, SHE NEEDED SOMETHING IN HER HAND TO RECEIVE IT WITH. GOD WAS WORKING WITH WHAT'S IN HER HAND. And, AND SO THAT'S TRUE FOR US. SET YOUR HAND TO SOMETHING. DO SOMETHING WITH WHAT GOD HAS GIVEN TO YOU. PEOPLE PRAY, GOD BLESS ME, GOD BLESS ME, SAYS ABOUT JOSEPH THAT GOD PROSPERED WHATEVER JOSEPH PUT HIS HAND TO. Uh, DON'T BE IDLE. AND and GOD WILL GUIDE YOUR HAND. AND, and, YOU KNOW, YOU PRAY, ALWAYS PRAYER, BECAUSE I'M NOT MENTIONING PRAYER AS A MAIN TEACHING POINT, DOESN'T MEAN I DON'T MEAN PRAYER. NO, WE PRAY, WE RECEIVE PEACE Uh, WHEN WE PRAY. AND we, IT HELPS US TO SET OUR MIND ON JESUS CHRIST. AND, and you, YOU KNOW, ESPECIALLY WHEN THERE'S ADVERSITIES AND LIES AND SCHEMES AND FRAUDS OR WHATEVER GOING ON AROUND YOU, ALL KINDS OF NEGATIVE uh, SCENARIOS THAT COULD CAUSE YOU TO LOSE HEART. AND SO YOU PRAY WHILE YOU HAVE SOMETHING IN YOUR HAND AND YOU, you, you KEEP YOURSELF STRONG. SEE, THAT'S WHAT WE LOOK AT. I THINK ABOUT uh, uh, WORLD IMPACT MINISTRIES. I THINK ABOUT LOCAL CHURCHES SUCH AS THE TORONTO CELEBRATION CHURCH BUT LOCAL CHURCHES ACROSS FROM COAST TO COAST uh, and, AND ACROSS THE WORLD THAT WE WORK WITH. Uh, USE WHAT'S IN YOUR HAND. YOU MAY NOT HAVE WHAT SOME OTHER GROUP HAVE BUT YOU HAVE SOMETHING. I REMEMBER WHEN WE BUILT OUR, uh, our GREAT BUILDING DOWN IN on, on ST. CATHERINE'S WHAT A MIRACLE OF GOD THAT WAS AND I DIDN'T HAVE ANY MONEY. Nobody had committed to any money yet. Later on, people did. Those beautiful people in St. Catharines, Ontario committed later on. But at, at first I didn't have those commitments. Nobody had put their amount on a slip. And so God, God put it in my heart to use what I had. I had a thousand-seat tent and I gave it. Uh, even though I had thought of selling it, I was actually offered, you know, a little bit of money for it. Then I was going to be like the down payment for what we were building. But I gave it away. I had something. I gave it to a missionary in Guatemala. Now, here's the principle. Once you have put your hand to the vision, once you say, well, I'm speaking God's blessing and I'm putting my hand to it, there will be a fight of faith. Fight of faith means that there are contrary voices, contrary ideas that rise up in your mind THAT CONTRADICT GOD'S BLESSING. IT COULD BE BECAUSE OF THINGS YOU SEE AND NOTICE. YOU SAY, IS THIS BLESSING THING REALLY WORKING? AND SO AT THAT POINT, YOU BELIEVE IN GOD'S GRACE. DON'T START CONDEMNING YOURSELF. IF YOU START THINKING THAT GOD'S BLESSING IS DEPENDENT OR IS IN PROPORTION TO YOUR PERFORMANCE, YOUR ABILITY TO DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, YOU KNOW WHAT'S GOING TO HAPPEN? IF YOU THINK LIKE THAT, SATAN IS GOING TO HAVE A HEYDAY TRYING TO CONVINCE YOU OF YOUR UNWORTHINESS. IF YOU EVEN OPEN THAT DOOR TO THINK, WELL, I JUST CAN'T SEE uh, HOW THE BLESSING WOULD WORK IN MY LIFE BECAUSE OF THIS OR THAT, THE ENEMY WILL PLAY AROUND WITH YOU AND ALWAYS BRING TO YOUR MIND SOMETHING OR OTHER THAT COULD BE HELD AGAINST YOU. NOW, WHEN I SAY THAT, I DON'T MEAN THAT GOOD WORKS ARE NOT IMPORTANT, BUT I SAY LIKE THIS, GOOD WORKS ARE A SIGN OF GOD'S BLESSING AT WORK IN YOU, NOT A PREREQUISITE. IT'S NOT LIKE, WELL, IF GOD'S GOING TO DO THIS, I HAVE TO DO THIS AND I HAVE TO DO THAT. NO, NO, GOD'S BLESSING IS BECAUSE OF JESUS. BUT THEN GOOD THINGS COME FROM YOU. YOU DO GOOD THINGS AND THAT'S A SIGN GOD'S BLESSING IS AT WORK IN YOU. IT'S SO IMPORTANT THAT WE DON'T MAKE THIS BASED ON OUR OWN WORTHINESS. YOU KNOW, uh, it, IT SAYS IN THIS STORY THERE WHERE THE BLESSING AND THE CURSE WAS GIVEN BY MOSES TO THE PEOPLE ON MOUNT Ebal AND MOUNT Gerizim. IT SAYS IN DEUTERONOMY 27, that uh, the people were told cursed is the one who doesn't confirm all the words of this law by observing them and all the people shouted amen well that sounded impressive when they said you're cursed if you don't keep every every little letter of the law and they said amen that sounded impressive but that's the curse THAT IS THE CURSE THAT JESUS SET US FREE FROM. PAUL EXPLAINS THIS IN GALATIANS 3.10, HE SAID, FOR AS MANY AS ARE OF THE WORKS OF THE LAW ARE UNDER THE CURSE, FOR IT IS WRITTEN, Cursed is EVERYONE. PAY ATTENTION. WHAT IS THE CURSE? Cursed is EVERYONE WHO DOES NOT CONTINUE IN ALL THE THINGS WHICH ARE WRITTEN IN THE BOOK OF THE LAW TO DO THEM. AND HERE'S THE PROBLEM. NO ONE IS ABLE TO DO EVERYTHING. NO ONE IS ABLE TO LIVE UP TO EVERY COMMANDMENT. BECAUSE, uh, YOU KNOW, IN DEUTERONOMY 28, THEY WERE TOLD THAT YOU HAVE TO STAY IN GOD'S COMMANDMENTS DAY AND NIGHT. YOU CAN'T EVEN DEVIATE FOR FIVE MINUTES. WHAT IF YOU HAD FIVE MINUTES OF A FLASH OF FEAR AND and, and YOUR MIND WAS GOING IN COMPLETELY THE OPPOSITE DIRECTION OF WHAT CHRIST HAS DONE FOR YOU? WELL, THAT WOULD DISQUALIFY YOU. SEE, THAT'S WHY RELIGION IS SO CRUEL. It, IT PROHIBITS PEOPLE FROM ENJOYING GOD'S BLESSING because we can never live up to this impossible standard. And and if you ever got to the place that you think you have qualified yourself for God's blessing, well, that means you really haven't because the moment we think that now, now, I'm I'm really doing it right, so now I can be blessed based on what I've done, that that means you really lost it. You completely uh, are barking up the wrong tree. And so I'm gonna finish this uh, teaching BY GOD'S BLESSING, BY SUMMING IT UP, YES, WE HAVE IT IN JESUS, WE SPEAK IT, we, WE PUT TO WORK WHAT'S IN OUR HAND, BUT LET'S REMEMBER THAT IT'S ALL WRAPPED UP IN CHRIST. 2 CORINTHIANS, CHAPTER 1, AND I READ IT TO YOU, BUT AS GOD IS FAITHFUL, OUR WORD TO YOU WAS NOT YES OR NO, FOR THE SON OF GOD, JESUS CHRIST, WHO WAS PREACHED AMONG YOU BY US, BY ME, SYLVANUS AND TIMOTHY WAS NOT YES OR NO, BUT IN HIM WAS YES. FOR ALL THE PROMISES OF GOD IN HIM ARE YES, AND IN HIM, AMEN, TO THE GLORY OF GOD THROUGH US. I WARN YOU, THIS SCRIPTURE VERSE HAS BEEN MISQUOTED. READ WHAT IT SAYS. LET ME BREAK IT DOWN. FIRST OF ALL, IT SAYS GOD IS FAITHFUL. SO THE ONE THING WE RELY UPON, IF GOD SAID THAT I'M BLESSED, IF GOD SAID THAT I'M IN A COVENANT OF BLESSING, THEN NO MATTER WHAT IS GOING ON AROUND ME, I'M GOING TO TRUST IN GOD'S FAITHFULNESS. AND AS FAR AS GOD'S PROMISES, IN JESUS CHRIST, THEY ARE YES. YOU SAY, IS THAT PROMISE FOR ME? DOES GOD HEAL? DOES GOD SAVE? DOES GOD BLESS? WILL GOD GIVE ME INCREASE? YES. YES. ANY OTHER QUESTION? ANSWER IS YES. YES, IN JESUS. AND IN JESUS, THEY ARE AMEN. IN JESUS, THEY ARE AMEN. BECAUSE SOME HAVE SAID, WELL, in, in, IN JESUS, THEY ARE YES, AND THEN WE HAVE TO SAY AMEN TO IT. NO, THAT'S NOT WHAT IT SAID. THAT'S NOT WHAT THE VERSE SAYS. THAT SAYS IN HIM, THEY ARE YES, AND IN HIM, THEY ARE AMEN. WELL, YOU SAY, WELL, WHAT'S MY ROLE? WE ARE THE beneficiaries. DON'T SEE YOURSELF IN THAT SENSE THAT, YOU KNOW, JESUS SAID YES TO EVERY Promise for me to be fulfilled, every blessing to be mine. Jesus said yes, and now I have to find a way to say my amen to it, otherwise, the whole thing will be nullified. No, Jesus said yes, and Jesus said amen. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And what are we? We are the beneficiaries. We say, Let the blessings flow. I want to walk in that. And so, years ago, the Lord put this in my heart, and I saw this as a revelation. AND TINA AND I HAVE ENJOYED IT. SOMETIMES WE HAVE BEEN IN SITUATIONS WHERE THINGS DIDN'T LOOK SO GOOD OR PROFITABLE, LOOKED QUITE NEGATIVE AND WE REMEMBER WE ARE IN A COVENANT OF GOD'S BLESSING AND WE LAID HOLD OF THAT AND THINGS DIDN'T ALWAYS CHANGE IN THE FIRST DAY OR THE SECOND DAY. SOMETIMES IT TOOK A WEEK, SOMETIMES A MONTH, BUT WE LEARNED WE ARE BENEFICIARIES OF GOD'S BLESSING AND SO THIS WHOLE THING WAS triggered. I HEARD SOMEBODY TELL A BAD STORY, SOMETHING BAD HAD HAPPENED AND then. THE CASHIER IN THE STORE SAID, WELL, BETTER LUCK NEXT TIME. AND THEN IT SEEMED LIKE I HEARD A LOT ABOUT LUCK AND BAD LUCK AND GOOD LUCK AND I SAID, I BETTER HELP EVERYBODY SO THAT WE DON'T START THINKING THAT OUR FUTURE DEPENDS ON LUCK, BUT IT'S ALL IN THE BLESSING OF GOD. WOULD YOU LIKE TO RECEIVE THE FORGIVENESS OF SINS? WOULD YOU LIKE TO KNOW THAT JESUS CHRIST LIVES IN YOU, THAT CHRIST IS REAL? TO KNOW GOD THROUGH THIS THROUGH JESUS CHRIST, WHO HAS SHOWN US GOD.